0: Welcome to the Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops podcast. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. I'm Whitney Wiley. And I'm Greer McVeigh. Sometimes I feel like I should throw the last name in there. Well, you never know. know. Somebody- it's part of who I am. We'll talk about that. Oh, you never know. We we're always getting new listeners, and they should have an idea of who's who. Since they can't see us, they need to recognize the voice, and might want to maybe they should be able to see us. Maybe we should switch to a YouTube channel and make this TV must see TV. We we have been talking about doing that, Whitney. Okay. <laughs> we can have that conversation at our next planning meeting, but for I, right now, well, I've been toying with the idea of like dropping my last name and just being Greer, like Cher or Madonna, just Greer. Greer, and you got to say it with, like jazz hands with spirit fingers, <laughs> and then you Greer. definitely would need to be on TV for that to work. <laughs> How so, are you today? It's a little difficult for jazz hands to work only on audio. Fair enough. How's it going in your world? Things are fabulous in my world. Things are going really well. I am. fabulous is a big word.
1: It is a big
0: word. I have a big life. Um, I'm actually gearing up for some downtime. So I am looking forward to- Gearing up for downtime. Yes, you need to take some time off for the downtime. Gearing up for downtime. Uh, No, we've talked about self-care and, you know, there's nothing in particular that, you know, I feel like I need to take care of just and in general, you know. And I haven't taken an extended vacation or time off in a while. So are you going I'm anywhere? For- or are you having a staycation or a little of this, little of that? Um it's still in flux trying to figure that out. I am good with staying. Uh, mm-hmm. good with staying, but I'm look exploring some options for us. So we'll, we'll let see. me know because I could pack my bags and and and, and, and intrude on you and Michael's vacation, <laughs> and do because what Lord exactly. knows I need some time off. <laughs> do what it's Some exactly? self care. Yeah, uh, yeah. So just gonna plan to spend time thinking, writing, doing nothing, doing whatever. So we'll see. At the moment, don't have any particular plans, but I am open to all possibilities. Hmm. Well, maybe somebody will send you some ideas in our chat.
1: <laughs> that so. be
0: good. I, you know, I'm, I'm good with ideas. I'm good with no ideas. I am good with my own company and doing nothing. So I um, heard that. Yeah, I don't feel I. compelled to have out to here, do anything out here. Out here on the farm, I am. Well, you've got I wake fun. up with the roosters and the frogs and all, and I'm like, you know what? This is good. It's nice and mellow and quiet. I'm gonna go we walk in the orchard. have roosters and frogs here too, so you know, just so yeah, you know. Yeah, but you're but you're a city slicker. Yeah, I have country frogs. <laughs> we'll have to compare i didn't know there was a difference between country frogs and city frogs so yeah and i think i'm gonna make that that's part of my brand as oh we're gonna talk about brand personal brands today and that is we are going to talk about i'm personal sort of brands. shifting my brand to be a little bit more you know big girl and meets like uh what's her name and and New York is where I'd rather stay. I get allergic smelling. Hey, what's her name? Ava Gabor in the green One of the Gabor's, yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's, you know, I'm a city girl in the country. Well, you get to decide. So that's the beautiful thing right and we are going to be talking about your personal brand branding who are you what does who you are say or what do you, what do the things you do say about who you are and is your personal brand the brand that you want you know we mm-hmm. often think of the brands we're, we are familiar with and their taglines um, you've got a couple of hashtags that go along with the brand that you are, the brand that you're building, but it Correct. isn't always about having to build a brand. I think it's more important to be aware to live one, that you have a brand, right. right? Yep. And then to live that rather than necessarily having to create it. So this idea came from an article that was written about Warren Buffett and his explaining that there's a power in your personal brand and what to be aware of. So whether you are in business or working for someone else or retired, or all three, right? Like some of us are sort of all of those things. Um, it doesn't ultimately matter. It becomes about what people, think about you, you know, what your reputation is, what you are known for. Mm -hmm. And um, Buffett says he doesn't really care what people think about him, only that he will, that they will trust to work with him. And so you need to think about what it is you want out of whether it's what people think of you or whether or not they trust you or respect you or whatever, right? Which again goes to my thing about this having a vision for your life what what is it that you want who do you want to be and who do you need to be to get what you want well we all know or have heard the the saying you only have one chance to make a good first impression Mm -hmm. and that really is a um there are words to live by when you're in business Um, it also, or there are also words to sort of die by, right? Because one of the challenges that people who are launching new businesses or new enterprises have is they want to have every single thing, you know, ready and perfect and all that. And sometimes you just have to take that step forward and the rest will sort of follow. You have to, like you said, have a vision, have a direction, know what you're, you know, what you're product is, but get going and accept that you may make some mistakes and things along the way when you, for, especially when you're initially starting, and those things will work out. But then what you subject yourself to is the possibility of getting out there if you don't have your brand, if you don't quite know, and, and all of a sudden people perceive you a particular way that is not the way that you intended. So there is a balance there with thinking through what your brand is and, and what your brand isn't. And as a communications person who consults with companies on building brands and marketing and all that, it is one of the biggest things that I hear is that people are really not quite clear what a brand is, right? And people think of brand, like you said, as a logo or tagline or whatever. And that's not at the heart of your brand. Those are just representations of your brand. Right, so then that, that begs the question, how, what is a brand? What is a brand? What is your personal brand? And why should you care? Particularly if you let's say you're not in business for yourself, if you're an employee, Mm -hmm. I I think it's still important to have a brand, right? To recognize, not to have a brand, to recognize that you have a brand, even as an employee. So, how? What? Let's start at the beginning. What is a brand, um, and why ultimately is this important? Do you have a formal definition? Because I will tell you what my definition you can is. Do you, do you you tell the us you're deb- you're the you're the the expert of the two of us yeah, i think i certainly I, I think would I, like I, if you have a if you've got a formal definition from some expert that would be great but essentially your brand is uh, it, it's a combination of all the things that you do it is um your look voice style um product all of that and how you present sort of rolled into one. And the, the the key is your brand is other people's perception of those things. It is not your perception or your desire or what you think you're putting out. So you can have all the best intentions in the world, but if you if other people perceive that you are, and let's just talk about a personal brand, right? So your personal brand may be, you know, I'm a sophisticated city woman who's, you know, like, you know, you in your mind, you're like Mary Tyler Moore or, you know, throwing your hat up in the sky or you're, um, you know, just somebody who's just on top of her game and all that. But then you show up late and disheveled and, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter what you what you think your brand is. What matters is other people will see you as flaky and untrustworthy to get to Warren Buffett's part. So the brand is other people's perception of your, you or your product based on uh, your brand attributes and how well you express those or how much you live your brand. And living your brand is the key because that is where the consistency comes from. And that is where trust is built. That makes sense. That makes sense. So I I don't have a specific, I mean, I could look up a definition, but I want to say that what I understand um, personal branding, and this is something I did not know um, that personal branding or self positioning is an idea that was actually first introduced in the Think, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Did not know that. And mm-hmm. I've read that book a number of times. It wasn't called personal branding, specifically in the book in 30, in 1937. Um, it later came about from a book called uh, titled Positioning in 1981, and more about positioning yourself for your career and um, how you can use a strategy to advance your own career, right? The, mm-hmm. it, it, which, and we did provide a link to Napoleon Hill. I think a we few have, episodes back, we have, we can, and we, we can, we we can we provide a link. Yeah, we could provide a link for that again. And the book "Positioning: um, The mm-hmm. Battle for Your Mind." by Rice and Trout, we can um, share that link as well. But this, again, this concept that it is um, about what others think of you, right? With their perception or their impression of you is governed by what you do and what you do consistently. Yeah, not what you say, <laughs> and not what you say, and not what you do occasionally, right? Yeah. Because you can, you know, even if you decide in your mind that you are, you know, XYZ trustworthy or whatever, if you are only occasionally doing things that engender in, in trust, the people are not going to see you that way. And so, and it's one of those And it challenges. makes sense because that happens in regular life, right? It, it, not absolutely. in business when you're not even thinking about a brand or presenting yourself or whatever. But if every time, you know, let's say you and your husband have an argument, you pull up something that he did nine years ago, you know, then it's like, it's like, okay, you, he will perceive that you don't fight fair right right that you carry grudges and all these things and while you may think no I'm talking to you and we're you know we're getting our feelings out and we're sharing and we're you know interacting he's like no you are you know a grudge holder a grudge holder <laughs> and you know and I don't like having you know serious conversations with you because I always come out looking bad or you know whatever so I mean it 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 sort of carries itself through business, personal, you know, relationships and so forth. Okay. Well, we're gonna take a, a quick break and when we come back, we're gonna talk more about how you can actually make some changes. So that you can have the, the impressions that people have of you are more in alignment with what it is you want to put out because you ultimately are in control of your brand, right? Yes. And while we're going to talk about how you can get a second chance to make a- You can first, get a second a, chance. A first chance, a chance a to better make a second impression. Or a second chance to get a better impression. How about that? OK, fair enough. <laughs> so we'll take a break and we'll be back in a minute. So before we went to our break, we were talking about second chances, <laughs> another chance, not a second chance to make the first impression, but another chance to make a better impression. So uh, let's talk a little bit about what if you've not been quite living up to the brand you have in your head. And people's impression of you is, is not what you want. What is it that you can do to make that change? Well, I mean, generally, there are a number of things that you want to that go into your brand. Right. So if we just think of uh, some of the you know major brands that we know of, <clears throat> you know, McDonald's, Nike, you know, And they have their tagline. So, you know, Nike is just do it, or um, KFC is we do chicken right, right? So, organizations that have, let's just take Nike as an example. They're about fitness, right? They're about healthy living, they're about pushing yourself, push you know, knowing your limits or pushing beyond your limits and that that sort of thing, that fitness, and just do it just to, to be uh, active and take chances. So that's what Nike is about, right? So everything that they do, the look, the feel, the language, the images, the graphics, the taglines, all of those things feed into that, just do it. Just all of it feeds into that, um, you know, push yourself beyond your limits, have confidence in yourself, work hard, uh, be fit, eat well. So all of a sudden, if Nike does something, you know- Which they they have or, you know, I don't know that whether they have fat people or don't have fat people working for them, but, you know, everything about them is about fitness. So they wouldn't like probably partner with, I don't know, Kentucky Fried Chicken, right?
1: But they might
0: if if KFC came out with the uh, lean chicken, you know, salad, Option or something, they might be that might be a thing that they would do a co brand with because that is compatible or consistent with their brand and with their brand promise. What they say, this is your brand promise is this is what we are and this is what we're about, and this is what we're going to do, and your commitment to doing that, right, and to being consistent with that. That's your brand promise. So Things that go along with that brand promise or with that, uh, your, that identity are things that would engender, as you would say, the, the or as Warren Buffett would say, the trust in that brand, that you're not going off willy-nilly doing some whole other thing that's just not compatible. So whether you're doing your own personal branding and we can talk about that, or branding for your business or your enterprise. You know, those are the things that you have to look at. What do I stand for? What do I represent? What are my values? What is the look, the feel, the sound, the voice, the tone, um, the visuals, all of that stuff feeds into it. How do you do it from the start? And then how do you maintain that? So the easiest way as a personal brand is to be authentic, right? So if your brand is who you are, and you really are those things, then you don't, it's easier to be who you are than to have some uh, uh, inauthentic brand, right? And to all of a sudden, you know, if your brand is, I'm going to be aristocratic, you know, you just want to carry yourself like Queen Elizabeth or something. And that's part of how you present yourself professionally or in this particular area. But then, you know, you're, you know, chewing tobacco and, you know, spitting on the on the street corner and shooting dice or whatever. It's like, okay, that just is not, they're not compatible. Obviously, so that's an extreme becomes- example that becomes the the piece that and we've talked about this in previous episodes about making apologies right when when you are not acting in alignment with what you purport to be your values to be the 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 brand that you are putting forth and then you do some other activity, take some other action, and it is counter to what you say you are. You find yourself having then to apologize for the things you're doing. (laughs) To undo that. And and Warren Buffett's his, what was it? the, The one sentence that changes everything is it takes, what, 20 years to build a, to build a brand? and it, take, right, five, it takes 20 and, years and 5 minutes to ruin five it minutes right to to ruin it so so again you know to start off by being the, the closest you are or the closer you are to your authentic self the easier it is to maintain um, beyond that you can do all the right things and we all know people in our personal lives who or ourselves have done like all the right things but you do one bad thing you know right. i think my son complains about that a lot right he does well in every single area he's you know i mean assuming he does right he could do you know be doing well in in school and he's in scouting and his he's a chef and he's a this and, and he, he makes that. one mistake and that's But he what makes you one mistake on. and i will harp on that you know you you crash your car, because you're not paying because you're, you know, texting while driving or something, all the other great, amazing things just sort of fly out the window. And it's because now my perception of you is as irresponsible, right, or not, you know, focused or not, uh, you know, But I think to, I think to that point, if And not picking on him, but just people in general. If you were consistently one thing and then you made a mistake, a a mistake, right? People would certainly go, oh, you made a mistake. But if there's an inconsistency, sometimes you're this, sometimes you're that, then it's easier to extrapolate when I notice you make a, a mistake of a particular type or take an action of a particular type to it's easier to extrapolate that to you that's who you are because there's such inconsistency one I don't really know what you are so probably what I think you are is the last thing that I'm aware yeah. of yeah yeah and, and, and you're right. I mean, you can have an organization that makes a mistake, right or a mistake. happens, which is why we have crisis communications, right? You, you, you swoop in, you try to stop it where it is, and you come up with a way to uh, you know refocus your audience or refocus people back on your core principles. and you're able to stand up and say, hey, you know, you know us we've been this, 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 and this, right? So the, the probably classic example is the Tylenol. Uh, you know, years ago when Tylenol had the, uh, somebody had tampered with the packaging and put cyanide in some, in some Tylenol and put it back on the shelf or whatever. And, you know, Tylenol, you know, they were a victim, but if they were able to say, you know what? This you know happened. us you know right? this thing happened and we're gonna own that but you know us and we stand for uh, you know their brand right is uh, health and wellness and uh, you know pain management and uh, you, you know safety and all those kinds of things and in addition to sort of refocusing people back on who they are their brand promise they also, uh took the extra expense of pulling all the products off the shelf right coming up with the new packaging with the safety seal and all that and they actually revolutionized the the packaging and the 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 packaging industry and now we have a whole other experience when we go to buy medications and things. And like And I still can't get pills out of the bottle. So <laughs> and it and it and it it costs them millions of dollars. You know, I don't know and uh, off the top of my head, in that was like what nineteen eighty seven or eighty two or yeah, seventy nine or something. Ago. That was a long time ago. But it cost them a lot of money to to do that. But you know, look at. The amount of money they were able to make, so they didn't have to fold. I'm gonna say it cost them. them. It cost them less money to do what they did than it would have to have to not um, it continue for people to think that you couldn't trust Tylenol and that if you open a bottle of uh, a bottle of pills that your life was in danger. Exactly. So just the way and and so there's that where there's sort of this one off where you can, you know, do some crisis management and pull it back together. And then the other, which, you know, as you say, is when there's just no consistency. I mean, you're up, you're down, right? So we, when we talk about, and well, you see some businesses that sort of do everything and it's like, pick a thing, right? If I go to, you know, um, Cheesecake Factory, Right? that has a 40 page menu and it's it's like a book and I'm like okay I if I want some you know they may have an enchilada on their menu but if I want an authentic enchilada I'm not going to Cheesecake Factory right Or I'm not going to Cheesecake for, for you know it's it's good generally and you know it is good for what it's for
1: but they do it's sort do of, a
0: good plain cheesecake though Oh well I'll which give is, them, I'll give them the cheesecake which least, is my favorite which forward. is the thing they're called the Cheesecake Factory. So part of their brand is we have amazing cheesecakes. All this other stuff is icing on the cake or it's, whatever. So it's oh I like that icing on the cheesecake. It's there because most people don't just go and have cheesecake, right? You got well, you yeah. gotta have a meal and then have a dessert after your meal. So, so part of their brand, right, is not just the cheesecake. It is, you know, a place to, or let's take Olive Garden, because that is, their brand is when you're here, your family, right? Okay. Everything about Olive Garden feeds into that. The idea of a feast and family and serving tables, uh, you know, family style or having everything and giving you food to go and giving you a package and you buy one meal, you get a second one for tomorrow for lunch, and you know, all this kind of stuff sort of feeds into, into that idea of you know going to your grandmother's house, especially your Italian right. grandmother's house that's gonna make this big pasta dinner or whatever. So how do so, you apply that to your life though, your personal life and the way that you want to come across say, as an employee, or if you've got a side hustle and you're running a business or running a a full-on business? How do you take those same principles and apply them, uh, particularly if you need to do some damage control? Well, so again, it starts sort of the same way, right? When you apply for a job, And, you know, and obviously there are people who work for other people for a living and people who work for themselves. But let's take somebody who works for other people. What is your initial calling card? It's your resume, right? Okay. So it's your resume or an application or what have you. So when you put out that resume, that is your first impression. That's the first thing that they're going to see. Now, is your resume... Um, clearly written? Is it, um, does it have typos? Is it well formatted? Those things tell a a potential employer something about you. Right. That speaks to your uh, attention to detail or your creativity or your uh, genuine care and concern. And it is marketing. That is marketing yourself. And I've always been, as just a side note, I've all because I do communications. I've seen so many resumes of people applying to be to do something in the communication space, where they have typos, or where you know they're you know they do marketing or communications or what have you, but they have typos, they have poor formatting, they don't go back and. Uh, you know they cut and pasted a resume together, but don't go back, select all, and then get everything in the same uh, uh, font, font or size and all. Right, that. right. That tells me, and, and then they, and then the resumes say things like Attent- I I attention, attention to again. detail, <laughs> <laughs> attention to detail, and it's like. Clearly, you do not. And literally, which I goes taken, to the very first point you made, right? It's not about what you say you are. It's the exactly. impression of their people. Okay. Exactly. Right. And I can see from your behavior that you don't pay attention to detail, that you're not a great communicator, that you do have typos, that your work is sloppy. That is my first impression of you. Like you, you are not likely to get a, uh, an interview from me other places you probably can right? Especially, uh, you know, like municipalities, governments and stuff like that. Not so much because they don't hire great people, but because they usually have an application process. And if you meet the minimum qualifications, you can get through to the next round. And a lot of times when you get to the next round, or you start to come in for in-person interviews, the people interviewing you haven't seen your resume or they don't see it until, you know, they're sitting down to do the interview and there's a packet with the, here are all the candidates that you're gonna interview. So they may not have, may not realize that. So I'll just, I'll say that, but I don't interview people. I won't even interview you if you've got typos and, and errors. I just, I don't make allowances for that. So, but that's your first thing. Now you come to your interview, you get an interview or a phone call, let's just say a phone call first, right? Maybe it's from HR, maybe it's the hiring manager or whomever, they're gonna call you. How do you answer the phone? How do you sound? Are you rushed? Are you professional? Do you answer the phone? Yeah, who's it? Who this? Or do you answer the phone, you know, hello, you know, or, you know, however, you know, whatever that looks like. But all of those things, again, add to the person's perception of you. And that is part of your brand. Your brand is extended through the way you interact with people, the way you talk, the way you greet people. Then you get to come in for an interview. You come in for an interview. Are you on time? How are you dressed? Are your nails neat and clean? Are your teeth brushes, your breath bad, whatever. All of those kinds of things. Then of course, can you, talk, can you back up what's on your resume? Before you you go into that piece, I want to say this showing up and one of the things that I have always paid to paid attention to as it relates to people coming in for resumes. So keep this in mind, whether you are applying for jobs, you know, in a traditional sense with an employer or putting out um, proposals as an as a business person who is approaching other people for business, right? Whether it's in a proposal or some other way that you are are, are reaching out for that business. When you show up some place for the interview or a lunch meeting or whatever, the way you treat the people who are at the front desk, the receptionist or anyone you meet in a hallway you or, or in the elevator, Right, parking the car actually, the yeah. I was gonna say, you I never back know to park the car, you don't know who's looking out the window, exactly watching you, and exactly. No. And that goes so, to your point about being authentic. If you are authentically a, 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 a grateful person, a graceful person in your interactions with people, that's just how you're going to be. If you're pretending to be that to the person that you think is the one who's making a decision and everyone along the way you treat like crap. Right. And then you, you're all effusive and, you know, glowing talk about, you know, everyone you've met when you meet the hiring person. And then they go back and ask the receptionist, which is what I've done. How did they treat you when they came in the door? right sometimes yeah. I did they show up on time because while i may not be on time because we're wrapping up with another candidate or something i needed to know that you showed up on time yeah so so all the, of the, the all of those, the, those are impressions to other people that not just people who have the power to make decisions that affect what it is exactly you're and do. it isn't everything that you do how you present you look feel sound, voice, all of that. Mm -hmm. All of that factors in. Then of course you do your interview. Are you articulate? Are you all those things? Whatever it is that your resume sort of says you are. And I I would assume that it's based on what the job requirements are. So it would be um, probably more stringent in some sorts of areas than others. Um, And then you get the job. You know, when you get the job do you show up on time? Are you a team player? Are you a hard worker? Are you uh, always there? Are you never there? Are you And people's reputation, you know, your reputation is, is built quickly. You know, we've, I've had, <clears throat> you know, admin assistants and who are, you know, sitting because they're, you know, waiting for the phone to ring or whatever. And they sit there and, you know, they're shopping on Amazon, right? Instead of, being proactive and looking for something to do or going around and asking people, do you have any projects that I could work on in my downtime or whatever? So those kinds of things show people who you are and that is reflective of your brand, right? Because that's their perception of you regardless of what you say. So that's sort of you in the workplace and how you can build a brand you know, by being on time, by being efficient, by being helpful, by offering support, by be- dressing professionally, looking clean, being well-groomed, all those things factor in. Now, when you have a business, right, it gets a little bit more complicated because in addition to all those kinds of things, whether you're calling on a, on a potential uh, 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 client or, um, you know, pitching a story or pitching a a product or project or whatever. Yeah, all of that being on time, looking, all of that still factors in. But when you're building a business, not only do you need to have a personal brand, a personal brand, but your business has to be branded, Uh right? So what is the business and how does, how is the business Presented or marketed, and you know that obviously just changes depending on on what it is. But that's why some of the visual stuff, because that's when it becomes more important. So having a website and having marketing materials and business cards and and all that stuff. So those visual representations of your brand matters, and then the work that you do through the business, right? It needs to be consistent again with. With what, the, with what the business is. There are some instances where the person who runs the business and the business itself might be a little bit different, especially if you have employees. Maybe your personal brand is you're a maverick, right? You're the person, you're a skydiving, uh, daredevil, uh, extreme sports, climbing Mount Everest kind of a person. And, but your, so your brand is being bold, being brash, taking chances, whatever, but maybe your business is something that's a little bit more traditional or a little bit more, um, low key, right? Maybe you manufacture respirators. I don't know. You know, you could, your business could be something that is, uh, relatively, um, conservative, right? And you could still be this whole other thing. So as an example, we've got Amazon, which I don't know that it's completely separate. This may not be the greatest example, but we've got Amazon where we've got, um, you know, they're known for or becoming known for their, they've got a lot of things going on with their brand in terms of how they pay employees and benefits and that kind of thing. But on-time delivery, right, uh, getting packages to people from around the world quickly and efficiently uh, is, their, is their thing. That's their stock and trade. Whether they're having drones drop it off at your door, which I still can't wrap my head around what that would even look like, but okay. If a, if a drone just came up right now and dropped off a, you know, a box of, you know, Plates. I would. It would be like, what the? What is that? Anyway, I, I digress. Um, but then on the flip side, we've got Jeff Bezos going out to outer space, right? So it's not, you know, his personal brand is that of sort of or or Richard Branson, right? They're out there now going to space. So their their personal brand is being. A maverick, being adventurous, taking risks, taking chances, being bold. Their businesses, you know, there may be a little of that, you know, with um, like Branson, uh, Virgin Airlines, or Virgin Records, you know, yeah, whatever Virgin I, it, does. It, but I don't need you to be adventurous. If, I just need you yeah, to when I get on get your me. plane. <laughs> where i'm going <laughs> yeah when i get on a virgin atlantic airplane i need to know that it's going to take off go and land like any other airplane and safely and on time that's what yes. i'm looking for not and, not you know right and if you want to be sort of bold and different then okay what are the on on flight amenities or whatever that's that's yeah serve me get, chicken around. catchatory. Instead of a a chicken (laughs) sandwich, yeah. Now, but you know, if we look at an airline, airlines, um, Southwest Airlines, right? They do take off and land like every other plane, right? Safely and and within the laws. But their brand is more fun, friendly, and their you know their employees. I don't know if they still do. I haven't been on a Southwest plane in years, but they wear like khakis and polo shirts or shorts even and tennis shoes. You know, they were comfortable. And then you've got, you know, pilots and flight attendants making jokes and- Comedians and yeah, singers, opera thing singers. Yeah. That you would never get on Singapore Delta. Airlines or British, you know, airlines or American Airlines for that matter. Right. So that- uh, The the authenticity, and and then they hire people, right, who are fun. When you look at a job applicant or a job announcement for Southwest, it's like, we're looking for fun people. Right. You know, don't come apply if you're, you know, boring and stale and stygy and and all that. So there's a lot of space for people to um, express themselves and to position themselves. And to uh, display their their services and their personalities, and still be and still get business, you just seek business or you seek clients who want to do business with that kind of organization. Right, you seek right. clients who want somebody who's um, you know traditional and responsible. Let, you know, let's say you you want a uh, financial planner, right? Or do you want? And 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 you might be either way. But you have some that are like you know we are we've been around for one hundred and fifty years, and we are very responsible and dutiful, and we handle your money, and you know we we minimize risk and blah blah blah, and all the people. And then you have those that are like yeah you know we're investing in new technologies and new things, and you know not blue chip stuff, but new. Uh, startups and, you know, and then you figure out what, which you want to gravitate to as a consumer. You're looking at those brands and you're determining which one you want to go with, but you don't get to be the, uh, you know, the traditional, uh, you know, I don't know, Smith Barney or, you know, some old company company. And then, you know, you hire employees or financial people to work for you who are all over here off the tracks doing things that are just really uh, risky and can chances and all that. The stuff. only thing they care about is crypto and you're talking blue chip stocks. Exactly. And stuff. So, so, yeah, I get it. Um, and then I just want to say quickly, in, in terms of crisis management for your personal brand, um, that a lot of times kind of goes back to apologizing and getting back on track. Right? So if your personal brand is that you are um, helpful and responsive and responsible and thoughtful and, you know, all these things. So as an example, I do communications, right? So part of my brand, is that I can take um, complex stuff, complex concepts, synthesize it, and, 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 and present it uh, in ways that a lay, that the layman can, can, can understand and can appreciate and can follow. Um, I help you come up with uh, new ideas and branding and, and new products. And this is how we're going to position this. And this is how we're going to market this. That's sort of what I do. Now, if I uh, either drop the ball and don't deliver something timely or offer some advice that just turns out to not be, (laughs) have been the best advice, you know, I can just fall apart or I can own that and say, you know, this is why I did this, this is the outcome This is what I'm going to do to correct it, to course correct, and then get back on track. Everything isn't going to be perfect. Everything isn't going to be my best work. Everything isn't going to um, go flawlessly, but I can still, uh, within the, the people's perception of me, right, without me having to change, you know, you just help people understand who you are what you're about, what you'll do for them, and then stand behind that. And when you fall short, own it, you know, apologize, course correct, and move forward. So, it, you know, as we wrap up, as you were talking, a couple of things occurred to me that it is ultimately the most important thing about branding, whether this is your personal branding, which is mainly what we're talking about here today, or your corporate branding, business branding. Um, But this concept of being authentic, being you, it is much easier for you to live your brand if you live your personal values and and do the things that are in alignment with who you profess to be, right? It it is easier for people to get that impression of you if you are in fact living your life the way you claim and profess you want to live your life. And a couple of people came to mind and it, it goes to expectations. And so you don't have to be perfect, right? Your brand doesn't have to be perfect. Your brand has to be you. So Tiger Woods would be someone who presented this air of sort of perfection, right? He was the, whether whether he intended it to be that way or not, he presented himself as a family man, someone who was on the up and up, and he was honest. And and so we and, and built conservative, these, somewhat conservative, and, right? and conservative, and we built these expectations around how he should behave because of the impression that he gave us, which I think was a carefully curated persona, yeah. right? Evidenced by the fact that the way he was actually living his life wasn't in alignment with that at all. And I, it, I'm not trying to get into Tiger Bash. I love Tiger Woods and I accept him as a flawed human but being. But even if you're going to do a brand, really great. even if you do a brand that's different than what you authentically are, you have to be so in the moment, right, that you always live that that you always do the thing and, and he, well and, and, he, and he did and, in the public, and he did for a long time until he didn't <laughs> and he and then he didn't but he wasn't behind the scenes and that became his downfall because and again I'm, they're not trying to do a tiger bashing thing because for a long time people held his secrets yeah right but people were holding when it, but, holding but when his it came secrets. crashing down the first time he was able to recoup right he was able to certainly as a golfer not as necessarily, a golfer maybe not quite his he, but he stopped losing he got sponsors back he got back on yes, track he rebranded but then he did it again but he rebranded that was the the, the difference right he sort of was, was, was sort brand? of a rebrand it wasn't that he was this perfect family dude it was that I'm just a, I'm a dude, I'm, I'm a great golfer and I'm a dude I'm human. And, and I'm human. And he did the Nike commercial saying, I'm, I'm, I make mistakes. I make flaws. They rebranded him, moved on. But I, I want to contrast that with Charlie Sheen, right? Who is sort of known He's for a being- boy a bad boy and sort of a screw up. He's an alcoholic and a drug addict. And he, you know, he's doing anybody. And nobody holds that against him because he didn't curate an image. Because he was authentically a bad boy. He was was authentically, and that's that's the point. So the moral of the story is- Is be you. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a boozer and carouser, just own it. Own it. own it. Yes. Exactly. But, but yes, but plenty of people to that point, plenty of people have built careers around being bad boys or bad girls or being irresponsible or being ditzy or dumb blondes or whatever. Yes. Sometimes they are and sometimes they're not right. Sometimes your, your persona is that of a dumb blonde, but you're really pretty smart and savvy. Right. And, you know, so you've got to play this role, but then eventually you want to decide you want to dabble in politics or do something serious or, or, you you know. And and, so the moral, the moral of your story is be you. And if you're going to be something other than you, be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So with that um we're going to wrap this episode up. I I actually enjoyed it. I as someone who's whose business and my business brand and my personal brand are the same, you know, as a I don't have employees. I don't have a you know some huge corporate persona. Um just the reminder of being who I am, being authentically who I am, paying attention to the things that I'm doing because people's impressions of me ultimately is my brand rather than what I think it is. So I I appreciate the wisdom from both you and Warren Buffett. So uh, with that, (laughs) <laughs> we want to thank you for joining I, us. I appreciate being on the same plane as Warren Buffett. If, if take, not that's higher. part of my brand. If not higher. So we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. Thanks for joining us for Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. If you like our show, please share with your friends, and if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Your questions, comments, and feedback are welcome. You can find out more about us at lifelemondrops.com.